When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, gentlemen. What up, baby? Yo. What a day yesterday, huh? Whoa. Yeah, man. Yo. Good morning, Key. Any no, no, no birthday parties? Uh, you guys had a lot of birthday parties over the weekend. And anything, anything that I missed last night? No, just no, no. Uh, we had a le- legit soccer practice for my three-year-old yesterday. <laughs> yeah, trying to create I saw the that next. On the Zoom. I'm over here like King Richard, man. I'm trying to create the next one. <laughs> what was it's what time. was legit about it? They didn't just all huddle in the same circle. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's still some staring at butterflies. Uh, caterpillars was the hot thing yesterday. Instead of uh, focusing on the ball, my my one-year-old son was trying to walk out there, Key, and I'm just like, look, you, we need to tighten up. We're gonna be out here, man. Like we're gonna be out here, be out here. Just don't be out here falling down all the time. Were there any words of wisdom that Coach K gave you that you used on your on your children? Yes, don't embarrass me. Yes, that that is uh, that's the standard of excellence we have here at the Williams family. You ever see the movie uh, Searching for Bobby Fisher? Yes, right. Key, you ever see that movie Searching for Bobby Fisher about this young chess prodigy? No, I don't think I've seen that. The one. whole thing was: Do the parents want him to live a normal life and oh. be a regular kid? Or is he going to be the next Bobby Fischer where you don't get to – you just have to play chess all day. That's it. Go crazy because Bobby <laughs> Fischer went crazy. He went nuts legitimately like he was insane. And, and the parents opt for – well, I'll, listen, I, you go watch the movie. I don't want to do a spoiler. But, Jay, are you worried at all I'm just that saying you are ins- the parents in, uh, that, that make the choice to try to, to, to ruin the kid's life on the altar of making them a great athlete? He was insanely genius. Isn't that yeah. what Bobby Fisher was? Insanely genius. He was a great chess player, but nah, yeah. he went insane. I, I, I know, yes. Yeah. I was trying to make light of it, Max, yes. on a heavy tip this Tuesday you, morning because, for you. Because, Key, on that Zoom yesterday, Jay was serious, man. This is a three-year-old kid running around. Keep your head in the game. Jay had the Benetton <laughs> sweater on looking like he was on his way to go to the yacht club. Hey, man, you I know. was out there. It doesn't matter in what attire I'm coaching. I'm coaching, Key. Hey, is that hey, what it hey, takes hey. to make a great athlete, for real? I always got taught that we talk with my daughter about what her failure was. So I'm like, hey, so what was your failure today? Because I want to, in, in, in her mind, I want her to change the the definition of the word failure. Uh, because I want her to always have attempts. Uh, and so I talk about it more and more like, yeah, it's okay. Like, you're going to fail the more things you continue to do. Because you're pushing yourself to do different things. Mm-hmm. So kind of change the meaning on it. It's interesting to me, Key, because it's like, like every parent. The kid's going to grow up to have certain problems because of the parent, right? Like, there's no way around it. And the only no. question is, which specific ones? We're problem solvers, baby. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, solve I, problems. I stay out the way until they get older. Let them run around, have a little fun. Let them right. chase the butterflies, pick their nose. Let them do all of that. I don't start <laughs> to get heavily involved into probably 14. 14, you know. interesting. So yeah. I'm way off. Interesting. Between I'm, 11, so I gotta let I'm them, 11 years off. Somewhere, I got <laughs> to let them be kids, man. I yeah. can't throw helicopter dad yet. So somewhere between the age of 3 and 14, I'm guessing. Something like that. It started a little bit earlier in my family. That's okay. Yeah. Eight and a half. All right. 
Um, <laughs> speaking of a child who had a lot to live up to, Dag was a multiple-time All-Star and World Series champion. Ken Griffey Jr. will join the show at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Ken Griffey Jr., one of the greatest players I've ever seen, joins the show 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Anyway, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Guys, listen to LeBron James on his, his exit interview for the season with the Lakers. Obviously, their season's over. No play-in, no nothing. Listen to LeBron on the pros and cons of Russ and AD in the big three. I think uh, the areas where I saw that we could complement one another um, is Russ being, you know, the push guard that he is, being able to create tempo, me being the wing threat, getting on running, and AD being a lob threat. I thought um, that we could be very successful in that. And also with our, our length um, and, and defensive problems too, we could be really good. Um I mean, at the end of the day, the reason why we were not very good together because we weren't on the damn floor together. So LeBron blames injury. I think that's legit. They were 11 and 10, just LeBron and AD when they played together. It's not great, but that's their first 21 games. And as Dave McMenamin makes the point, maybe their next 21, they're a little better. Next 21, a little better. And they'd have been, you know, seven, eight games over 500. Not setting the world on fire, but they would have been decent, right? They didn't play a lot. That's what LeBron's together, injury. Yeah. LeBron's pointing to it. Here's Russell Westbrook, though, on his, in his exit interview on his relationship with former head coach Frank Vogel. I'm not sure what his issue was with me, or I'm not sure why, but um, I can't really give you an answer why things we never really connected. Maybe, you know, um, that's something that he has to answer, but I never, you know, from the get-go, was feeling like I was having to like try to prove myself to him and my capabilities and what I've been able to do for this game. And it's unfortunate, but it's really not I kind of out of my hands. Right, what he's been able to do for this game. Okay, you just heard LeBron, you just heard Westbrook. LeBron points to injury, but then why is the coach fired, right? Westbrook points to a relationship issue maybe with Vogel. Bottom line is... Everyone's there except the coach is fired. Is this a good job? Key, is the Lakers' job a good head coaching job in the NBA? Of course it's a good head coaching job. I understand what people are worried about LeBron James' influence on the Lakers' front office, but clearly it's a good job. There's only a handful of these jobs available, and the Lakers is the premier job, and I'll say it, in all of the NBA who doesn't want to live in Los Angeles and coach the Lakers? And that's why when it's become available, people line up to get it. Yes, Ty Lu turned it down because they, at the time they wanted to pick his assistant coaches. And they, he said, no, I can go do something else. I want to do it differently. So, yeah, it is. And when you look at what LeBron James just said, LeBron James said that this team, injuries caught up to him. But he also mentioned the fact that Westbrook needed the ball in his hands to be the point guard. He would be the wing player, and AD would be the lob player. And then you heard Westbrook, what he said, that him and Frank Vogel couldn't get on the same level on what they wanted to do in terms of him offensively as well as just implementing him into the game plan. He never felt wanted to begin with, and that could be true because coaches are like that. Key, what the hell are you talking about? The Lakers are one of the worst jobs in the NBA. It it has one of the poorest cultures in the NBA. You just told me that. They just won a championship 19 months ago. They did. They did. And let me tell you what's happened since then. So Ty Lue turns down a job. 
because they want to control who's on his staff. That is a problem. Jason Kidd, a that, guy who was on the time they did. I, but Kidd, that's still that's still that's still a symptom of the bigger problem that there are a lot of cooks in this kitchen. You have Rob Palenka, you have Kurt Rambis sitting inside coaching meetings, telling Frank Vogel who his starting lineup should be after this man's won a championship. You have Jason Kidd, who decides to turn down the job. You have Monty Williams, the coach of the Phoenix Suns, the best team in the NBA that says, I don't like this culture, I'm going to turn down a job. You have so many people, you, you have roster moves being made for a coach who is a defensive-minded coach, and they changed the roster without really even consulting him, losing KCP, losing Alex Crusoe. You tell me, when you have Jeannie Buss, who's trying to control things with Rich Paul, you have LeBron James and Rich Paul trying to jockey for position, you have Kurt Rambis, who is sitting inside coaching meetings, Linda you have Rambis, Linda Rambis in, in, who is yeah. consulting Jeannie Buss, you have Rob Palenka, who is in working his angles, you have Magic Johnson, who's making comments on things here and there. What kind of culture is that? Who, how can you have any autonomy? It seems like Frank Vogel was the last guy to have autonomy. You have Quinn Snyder, who's the head coach of the Utah Jazz, saying, no, I'm, I'm less interested because they fired their coach off a tweet from Woj before they even had a chance to talk to their coach. What kind of culture is this? This is the absolute blank show. That's it, what this a, culture it, is. It's a winning culture that just won a championship 19 months ago. You mentioned, you mentioned Monte Williams. You know why he didn't take the job? Because they waited too long, and the Phoenix job was there, so he took it. It wasn't that he didn't want the Lakers job. He wasn't going to wait on them to make a decision on who they wanted to hire Come on, in terms Keith. of going back. Come to on, I'm Keith. just telling you, all I'm doing is giving you what I know. I ain't giving you nothing I don't know. I ain't going to come on my show and our show and talk about something that I don't know that's factual. That's all I'm saying. And then in terms of the, the rambuses and all that, they've been there forever. They ain't going nowhere. We got to get over that part. They that's are not the going. They're not going Anywhere. Why 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 is Kurt Rambis sitting inside Key, can you imagine if you were the head coach of an NFL team and a guy who is tapped by one of your owners, who, by the way, was a head coach for your team, had a losing record, decided for two years a losing record, a way below five hundred losing record, sat inside your coaching meeting and told you what your starting lineup should look like? Can you imagine how crazy you would be? And then what do you do? Do you go to Jeannie Buss? Do you go to Rob Palenka? Who do you complain to this about? Whose voice is actually being listened to when you articulate if, your frustration? If this, if this conversation is about Frank Vogel being fired, do I think that he was fired unjustifiably? Yes. He shouldn't have been fired. But let's not sit there, Jay, and say that this is not a premier job in the NBA. You cannot sit here and factually say that because eight, that would be a lie, okay. man. You cannot eight, say that. Eight, eight. Seven two nine three seven seven six eight 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 ESPN. We are not. We have to continue this conversation on the other side because, and people are going to want to weigh in on this. Is the Lakers' job a good job or a bad job in the NBA? Key says a premium job. We're building. Jay says a bad job. That's straight talk wireless. No contract. No compromise. What do you, you say? You get Max? to weigh in. I will reveal my opinion on this subject. The reveal on the other side. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... 
your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Jay? Did you actually tell your one-year-old that they were embarrassing you in public? Is this what Coach K taught you? I don't want you guys to mischaracterize this. So my son's out there. He's trying to compete with my older daughter on the soccer field, and he keeps falling. And I'm like, hey, man, like if, you, if you don't get up and you don't get in the game, then you need to be in the game. Don't embarrass her family name out here. And he looked at you and said, Gaga. <laughs> like, <what> he's one. <laughs> no, he's just saying, ball. Ball, that's all I can do. I <laughs> Key, what's the one-year-old supposed to say to Jay? Nothing. Look at him like he lost his damn mind. Like he's crazy. Well, that is a little crazy, and that's okay. I mean, mom's a little crazy, too. I mean, both D1 athletes, so we have a standard. I I have my daughter repeat to herself before she leaves the car, I am an elite athlete. I am an elite athlete. I am an elite athlete. You got to tell yourself. Key, this is the vision board, Key. We got to set up the vision board for these kids. Yeah, I, I, I guess, man, I can't, you know, I can't argue with a man that wants to take care of his kids and make sure that they're doing everything that they uh, want to do. There's no question about it. What you want them to do. I just, you know, at two, what is, your daughter's two, right? She's No, she's three and a half, about turn three. Four. At three and a half and one, being a helicopter parent, I mean, I really feel yeah, sorry I, whoa, whoa, for whoa. you. See, there goes the mischaracterization. I'm not, he- I, see, I'm, Key, I no, took your you advice. No, you just described I, well, I telling your- a one-year-old that they're embarrassing you. I know, I said don't embarrass. One-year-olds can't even pick see? up their legs all smell? the way. I said, don't, I said, don't you embarrass the family name in a joking-like way. But I took all your advice. I stood over on the side. I took the phone call, Key. I, Did you, I, I, I'm going to call. Do you even realize that one of the reasons that he's probably falling over because his diaper is probably too heavy. What? Yes. <laughs> there may be things inside of his diaper that weighs exactly. him down. It's not, his diaper was clean. I'm, I don't have him out there running in Give me that pinky. You'll get it you back. You don't have him out there running in dirty diapers. You're not He's what like it is. Tom Brady. Tom Brady never lost his pinky, Dad. I won't lose mine, damn it. I mean, listen, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm really not judging because who knows what it takes to make a, an elite athlete. I don't. You do. But damn, Jay. I'm just, this, is, this is stuff that my kids need to hear. We have a standard of excellence at our household, and that's what we live by. I think the areas where I saw that we could complement one another is Russ being, you know, the push guard that he is, being able to create tempo, me being the wing threat, getting on running, and AD being a lob threat. I thought the reason why we were not very good together is we weren't on the damn floor together. Listen, this was a this was a disappointing Lakers season at every level. Our fans expect more. That's at every facet. I was asked before the commercial break, what do I think? Is the Lakers head coaching job a good one or a bad one? Key says a premier one. Jay says, no, it's not. It's a blank show. It's a bad one. Okay, what do I think? Well, let me me lead up to this. First, let's once again, you heard it on the way, and we're going to play it again. LeBron James 
his exit interview after this disaster of a season ended. Listen to LeBron. I think uh, the areas where I saw that we could compliment one another um, is Russ being, you know, the push guard that he is, being able to create tempo, me being the wing threat, getting on a run, and AD being a lob threat. I thought um, that we could be very successful in that. And also with our, our length um, and, and defensive prowess too, we could be really good. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, didn't the reason why we were not very good together because we went on the damn floor together. Okay, is it a good job or not? Right now, Key, the answer is at this moment, it's a bad job. Yeah. At this moment. But that doesn't mean it needs to be a bad job. For the right coach, it could be a great job. But the coach has to make it a great job. And the parallel to me in history, and I get it, Magic was just starting. LeBron is toward the end finish line. I get it. But once upon a time, Magic was the coach killer. Magic was the dude who said, Westhead is not running a kind of offense that is best for this team. He had a vision for the team. And it's yeah. Magic Johnson. He's a basketball genius. And, and guess who's going to win that struggle? Westhead was gone. And, and look, Pat Riley eventually takes full control, and that was a great thing. That worked. But the reason all that worked is Dr. Jerry Buss, the greatest owner in the history of American team sports, by far the late, great Dr. Buss, was able, he was one of these guys who was able to turn chaos into magic, you know, so to speak. He was able to, like, he built himself up from nothing, dirt poor to becoming a, a what is, was it, a, like a, basically a rocket scientist, right? Literally. And then eventually a, a, a real estate tycoon who owned the Chrysler building, and eventually he traded that and other stuff for the Los Angeles Lakers. He was able to turn chaos like a, like a, once saw a skateboarding movie. I'm trying to remember Z Boys, whatever it was called, Z Town, Dogtown. But the point was, there was one skateboarder who could turn. What's that? Lords of Dogtown. Lords of Dogtown. He, one of the kids, could turn like chaos into something beautiful, like a jazz musician or something. Right? That was Doctor Bus. Jeannie's a chip off the old block. She's already won a championship. But, Absolutely. But she's going to have to now create the kind of environment that turns this kind of circus into a situation where the right person can put their hands on it. Key, it's not going to be easy because LeBron, like Magic, is a basketball savant. If he sees the way he wants to play, you should do it that way. But he's 37, not 22, right? But the, it's a bad job now because of everything yeah. that he described. Well, I mean, it, it could be a great one for the right look, personality. Max. Right now, today, they just fired the coach yesterday. Of course, it's not a great job today based on what happened this past season that just ended a few days ago. But as a whole, when you're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers, think about it. When you're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you're going to tell me that's a bad job? I mean, you, 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 anyone that thinks that don't know basketball. There's no way, Jay. There's no way. Hey, who is this coach? Because I, I, I agree with you, Max. The right coach that would need to come in and raise hell on everybody and say, you know what? I'm not accepting anybody's BS. Here is my standard, and this is what I want. But they have to have the backing of Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, LeBron. Kurt you Rambis, get him to buy in. Linda Rambis, yeah. and LeBron James to do that. The fact that all those will all be aligned. I find that no, no, no. You don't need it. You need LeBron and Jeannie. If you have LeBron and Jeannie, you got LeBron James to sign off 
on whoever the coach is that can make the thing go. He said that so Russ my- was a great point guard who pushed the ball. You play point guard. You know you got to push it with tempo. And you know that Westbrook, based on what LeBron said, can do that. For whatever reason, that's not what Frank Vogel wanted. So on top of the injuries and not buying into the same type of system, they were not going to have success. Man, Nick Nurse is not taking – if I were Nick Nurse, I wouldn't take this job. Why would I leave Masai Ujiri in the culture in Toronto? Like the the only person I think that would actually – have the clout to have LeBron James's ear will be Greg Popovich, but I wouldn't see him leaving San Antonio to come coach the Lakers. You, so you tell me, why a coach, would LeBron want to play for Greg Popovich? Because he will actually listen to Greg Popovich. I mean, Greg Popovich is a thousand years old, Mac. I mean, uh, Jay. Oh, you. So, Key, tell me a coach that you think LeBron James would listen to that would garner respect. Man, you asking me? You asking I'm, me a I'm, tough well, question I'm, now I because ask, I don't. I can't even I, ask I, basketball experts. Had, well, first of all, okay, wait, wait. First of all, let's. Let, for, there's a lot here. I think it would have to be a coach that sees things on the floor the way LeBron does. That's the first thing. Who? They need to have – I'm not sure who that is, but LeBron That's and that coach, point. the point is not that person doesn't exist. The point is, is that is, you have to find the person who sees the game in a similar way to LeBron. Then that person has to get signed off by Genie and Key. Everything else would fall into line after that. Yeah, it, 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 as I'm starting to think now that you asked me these questions, uh, Jay – Mark Jackson would be somebody that LeBron James respects and listens to and has a very high basketball IQ that played the position, the same position you did. Um, you know, it wouldn't be – it would for me, it wouldn't be – I would be shocked if they, if they decided to sniff around Mike Brown again. I wouldn't be shocked at it. I wouldn't Lakers be shocked job one bit. will not be good as long as LBJ is there. Let's face it, says Gourmet Chef Kev. I'm saying Quinn oh, Snyder, man. who I think is an offensive genius mind, has decided like, he doesn't want to. Look, you guys also have to understand they fired their head coach with a tweet. Their head coach, who just won a championship 19 months ago, found out he was fired and had to do a presser off a tweet. All right, people still want to weigh saying. in on this. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max is brought to you by Mako. Need a paint job on your car? When life throws you uh-ohs, just say better get Mako. Go to Mako.com today. Can LeBron still push the Lakers over the top? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. I think the areas where I saw that we could complement one another is Russ being, you know, the push guard that he is, being able to create tempo, me being the wing threat, getting on running, and AD being a lob threat. I thought the reason why we were not very good together because we went on the damn floor together. Listen, this was a this was a disappointing Lakers season at every level. Our fans expect more. That's at every facet. All right. Woo! Is it a good job or not? Lakers ah. head coaching job. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Series, XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can hit us up on Twitter, at KeyJ and Max. Key says, it's a premium job. Jay says, it's a bad job. I say it's a bad job, but for the right coach, it could be the best job. What do you say? John in New Orleans, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Talk to me, John. Good morning, guys. Um, Key, I, Jay and Max rarely get you in the mornings, man, but I think they got you this morning, Key. You're a California kid. You're homegrown, so I think you have your heart in the key, but you got to take your heart out of it and use your brain, Key. It's not It's not a good job. Um, you have, If you're a young coach, you'll – you'll get the blame the moment you go on a four or five game skid. Everybody will say you don't know what you're doing. You got LeBron James or AD. If you're an older coach, like Jay said, you're not going to set yourself up to be in a dumpster fire with the genie buses and the rambuses and you got Rich Paul dating every celebrity around the city. It's just it's a mess. I don't think it's a good job right now, T. You got to really – I know you're homegrown. You watch, you watch Magic. You watch Kobe. But – they don't have those homegrown Laker guys there anymore, Keith. It's not. It's not a good job. Right. Tell them, John. Tell them. I'm not going. I'm not going to try to talk our listeners into anything like Jay. I know right now that they coming off a losing season, so everybody assume that it's a bad job. A lot of people have disdain for the Lakers in general and oh, LeBron James, so oh. that's just part of it. Don't no, try to I turn that corner. And it Don't ain't got nothing to, to do. Like, it ain't got, got nothing to do with me Lakers. being from Los Angeles. <laughs> it got something to do with me looking at the opportunity and Anthony Davis staying healthy and one of the greatest basketball players ever in LeBron James. And I'm not looking at the way Westbrook played this year and going, oh, my God, he, he can't play basketball anymore because – Toward the lighter part of the year, he started to come alive a little bit, made you see, oh, okay, this may work out the way it's supposed to if they run it back. Even I think he got some rose-colored glasses on with that one, but I I do think it could be potentially good. They got some work to do, but if LeBron and AD are healthy, potentially it could be good. Rick and Dayton, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Morning, guys. Uh, I got the perfect coach for for the Lakers. Mm -hmm. He's right in front of your nose. It's LeBron James. Everybody says he's a, a coach at house, so might as well put him in charge. That way he can take care of his son, too, in a year or two. He can draft him. They can play together. Thanks, guys. I, I, I actually like that idea. I like the idea. It eliminates a big problem for the Lakers. You can have a player coach. Why not? What about when LeBron doesn't want, with the me- want to meet with the media after games when he struggles? That's, that, that's all part of the pack. Man, y'all giving – look. I understand LeBron is one of the greatest players we've ever seen to play, but this is not the the 60s and 50s with Bill Russell, man. Like, <laughs> look, you do not want LeBron James having that much autonomy. No, you know what I want him to have? Coach. 
I want him to have that much accountability. And I would never have – if I were LeBron James, I would never do that. I agree. Because I wouldn't do it if I was – too much onus on me about everything Bingo. that has to be managed in the game. But key, exactly. Yep. To me, it makes LeBron so accountable. Like, LeBron, you're the greatest basketball genius in the world. I don't, I don't say that facetiously. I mean it. He's like a basketball genius, right? You're going to call the shots anyway. Give him the responsibility and make him own it. No. I, if I were LeBron, I wouldn't would do it, do but that? I would offer it to him. Why would you, why would you offer that? What makes you think he wouldn't that be a good coach? That creates more of a train wreck. That, that becomes more of a reality If it's show. a train wreck, you go get a coach. <laughs> it's a train wreck now. How much worse why? is it going to so be you're, you're than me- 16 games under 500? Like, how much worse could it be? That's just ridiculous. 17. Get it right, man. <laughs> <It's not laughs> 38 years yours. old. You're towards the twilight part of your career where you're trying to chase Jordan championships. Now go coach the team on top of being an all-star I, MVP I, I, player. I, I, I'm, no baffled at you two that you guys don't think that LeBron James and a healthy AD <laughs> turns things into a good job. How do you I, I say a don't... healthy AD with a straight face? Well, I'll tell you. Well, well because here's the argument, if he's Keith. healthy, he's one of the best players there is. But I don't Keith, understand. If you're, if you're, I'll give you, I'll give you a coaching candidate that I think will be a, an eventual really good NBA coach, Sam Cassell. Mm. So yeah. you're telling me Sam Cassell, Sam I am, in his first year having an opportunity to coach, has to come into a web of lies and figure out right from the beginning, who do I align myself with? Now, you guys say LeBron James, okay? Okay, so I get myself aligned with LeBron James and Clutch, but also understand the dynamics that come along with that because at the trade deadline, Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka decided not to make a move to prove to Clutch and LeBron that, hey, we're actually running this franchise, so how do you balance all isn't those that a good, cooks wait a in minute, the kitchen? Jay, that isn't is that a, a good, good thing? thing? But what I'm saying is when stuff starts to hit the fan, whose side are you – like, how does that work? When it's not from the top down, whose side do you have yeah, alignment like key, with? Key, key, so what Jay's talking about is a structural issue. How do you explain this one, okay? This is why I think it's a bad job at the moment. The right personality could manage it and make it a great job. I agree with you. Unless you believe AD is never going to play 60 games in a season again, and I don't, I think he will at some point, right? Maybe this year. Then you have two superstars, and you could figure out, as you say, the, 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 the bananas in the, in the ice cream float, right? You got but, the ice cream there already. Can I just interrupt you for one so, second? Because you said uh, the right personality. So now you're telling me I don't just need to coach on the floor, which is enough within itself. You're telling me I need to be a politician. No, well, and I need on. to manage well, all I these get different to, personalities. I want to get to your point. So Jay is pointing that. to a structural issue, and this is what it is. A genie's besties with Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis's wife, right? Kurt Rambis does sit in on these, some of these meetings, right, and has a lot of influence as a result of the relationship with the owner of the team. You know, so isn't that structurally an issue with the Lakers that's going to factor in to any coach's uh, kind of experience and make it a lesser one, it is a kind of a mess that way, is it not, Key? Uh, if you are the coach and you believe that that is the structure in place and you don't have any say, then yeah. But I don't believe that a coach, that, that Linda Rambis and Kurt Rambis trumps a coach in LeBron James on the decision-making along with Jeannie Buss. That's what I, I mean I about the personality, that. Jay. If you had a Pat Riley type who, who yes, politician, no, a good bedside manner to deal with the owner Max, and also just, the force of personality Max, to get the team together. you can't just throw out Pat Riley type. Who's a, Pat Riley's one of the <laughs> greatest coaches. For Pat, they've been looking for Pat Riley's <laughs> for years. Pat Riley huh? type to you? 
Um, well, actually, you brought up a guy who's interesting. Not not exactly Pat Riley, but an interesting personality who's shown the ability to to run a team pretty well in Utah. And Quinn Snyder, but yeah. Quinn Snyder just said he's less interested in the job. I I understand. It doesn't mean he wouldn't take the job under certain conditions, right, or circumstances. We don't know, but I there are like. The, I think we fail when we start to say, who's it going to be? Because now we're talking about established people that we know. It may be someone we're not thinking about, an assistant somewhere. You know, who knows? Jay, why would Quinn Snyder be interested in a job and he has a job? Why would he be interested in a bad Laker job if he has a job? Interested at all, Mr. Williams? Well, because, look, he, the Lakers is one of the most pristine franchises in the oh, history of sports. Okay, okay. But, I, just, but, I just wanted to ask you that, that's all. But that's, it's, but that's okay. Like, everybody knows that. It doesn't mean it's being ran properly right now, right? It's like it's a Ferrari that when you open up the hood, you're like, damn, this, this engine is – it just stinks. Yeah. Like, it's not working properly. Cowboys so I have, have gone through that. put a lot of money yeah. into this engine to make sure I get it right. And it, the chances – doesn't mean you're going to be successful, Right off the bat for a guy. Cowboys, like Yankees, Lakers, they've all had periods where they've appeared dysfunctional, and it's been a mess. That does, But the brand is so strong, the market's so big, the fan base so uh, um, kind of intense that you can turn that around quickly. That's it doesn't my, have to be that, that way that, forever. And that's my whole point, though, Max. When I say it's a good job, you got yeah. two premier pieces. One of them at 37, getting ready to be 38, don't even look like he's 22. Still playing like he's 19 years old or something. I mean, and then you got Anthony Davis, and I understand, yes, Anthony Davis, street clothes. Yes, we, we talk about him falling down on the ground, and all of a sudden his pinky hurts. He's done for four weeks. I get it. But when he is on that court, he is one of the most premier players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We cannot run from that. Mm-hmm. We can't run from that. And then in terms of the Westbrook deal, it didn't work out nearly the way that we thought it would when he was brought on board, but it doesn't mean that it won't work. That's it. And I think when you listen to LeBron James and that sound that we heard about the position of Westbrook, the position of himself, the position of Anthony Davis, them only playing 21 games together and not being on the court that much together, that this is the reason that the season was derailed. You have to put, account that, uh, put that into account. Russell in Georgia. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Good morning. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Keyshawn, J. and Will. I call and respond to the question, and number one, I can't really believe this is a question. Is the Lakers job a good job? The Lakers job is a premier job. But the only person that I feel like that can walk in and fix the Lakers, if he was available, is Coach K. That's the only person that I feel like has a cachet to solve these issues without people looking over his back. Oh, my goodness, Russell. I've never thought about that. Oh, my. Uh, I don't want to start. that. That's germ spreading, Russell. That's germ spreading. I, 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 I will tell you, LeBron James's relationship with Coach K is pretty incredible and pretty tight. And I, Coach K, we have some really interesting sound coming up later in the show about him on Bill Belichick. And he talks about Bill Belichick being able to pivot and maintain the culture while adapting to the new personalities, right? But still holding and maintaining that standard of excellence. And one of the moments of Coach K's career in which he was able to pivot was when he did USA Basketball. And he had to coach LeBron James. And LeBron often talks about that relationship, listening to guys like Coach K. You know, I, I would hear people say that they think LeBron is uncoachable to a degree, and I would disagree with them in that aspect. 
Because I think LeBron can pick up tidbits from people here and there that he applies to his own genius. But I do know one person that he would listen to. That, that's really interesting, Russell. That would be Coach K. I'm not sure Coach K would come out of retirement for the Lakers job. He turned it down once with Kobe. Uh, but that is intriguing, to say the least. So it has to be someone with gravitas that has LeBron's respect already. And someone who also, if it is a college coach, would need to know. In your experience with Coach KJ, you think what he has done and his ability to adapt would translate to NBA success? Because a lot of times college coaches are used to so much control that when they get to the pros, they find out it's not the same. No, because his, his offense is that it's open and he takes in input from a player like LeBron to help mold and build something. The only thing I think would be a major hinderment for him would be the fact that who's running the show? He would need autonomy. He would need the flexibility to say, I'm doing it this way. Here are the decisions I'm making. And by the way, here are the players that I think we need to draft that fit my style in which I want to play. See, and key, I think the idea is that style at the moment is not going to fly with the Lakers. That's why I said it takes the right personality to install that system and kind of cut through some of the stuff that's not that way with the franchise right now. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Mako. Need a paint job on your car? When life throws throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako. Go to Mako.com today. Guess who is with us now? Frank Isola, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, Frank. Gentlemen, what's up? Keyshawn, good news. Lakers did not lose 50 games, only 49. No, let's not let's not start because then you know let's not start with me right now. The season's over. But, but I'll take I'll take my lumps, and I'm looking forward to the 2022-23 season, sir. Frank, is the Lakers' hey, job is that a premier job or is that a bad job right now? What would you say? If if LeBron James is going to be there uh, healthy for most of the season, I still think it's a premier job, and he, he obviously has to have some type of input because if you have LeBron James on your team, especially at this age, you want to, you're going to want to keep him happy. I heard what you guys were saying. I think one of the problems with the Lakers, like a lot of NBA teams have, you know, they have almost like the shadow government in the background. You don't really know who's running it. And, you know, everyone is always rushing to take credit, but when there's blame to go around, then all of a sudden everything is Frank Vogel's fault. And we knew that they were going to make a coaching change, but I think, you know, bringing in a coach that LeBron would be happy with, whether that's Doc Rivers, I think a bunch of us have also heard the name, Juwan Howard, who has NBA experience, obviously, as an assistant coach. I understand it would be his first NBA head coaching job, but think about the do- think about the job Ime Yudoka has done, being an NBA assistant for a long time. He's done a great job in Boston. So I, I think Juwan Howard being an outside candidate, but, you know, I, to me, I think right now, and Vegas kind of agrees, I think right now Doc Rivers is probably the early favorite to that job. Wait, wait, Frank, we're Frank, talking thanks, about thanks Doc a lot, Rivers? Frank. Thank, thanks a lot for clearing that up for Jay, Frank. I We're talking about Doc Rivers. I mean, the coach, of the, the guy who just became the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers not even a year ago and got, they got it bounced it by it the does Atlanta feel, Hawks. It does feel, Frank, are, like Doc is coaching his way out of the Hall of Fame recently. You know, like it is a curious I, choice. I, I understand what you guys are saying, but I also think it's somebody, A, that, that LeBron would be okay with. Obviously, you know, he's been around for a long time. The situation in Philadelphia, you guys know this. Daryl Morey is there. They just brought in. James Harden, if they were to get bounced, I would think if they don't make it to a conference finals, I, th- I think a coaching change would be made. I also find it interesting that the Lakers are saying they're taking their time in their coaching search. Well, obviously if they are, because probably the guy that they want might still be out there. Maybe I, I did see the report about Nick Nurse. So you know, maybe their coach that they want to hire is coaching in the playoffs right now, and I certainly think that Doc is one of those guys. 
Yeah, I, I would be okay with Doc, though. I wouldn't have a problem with Doc because you got LeBron James. That's why I wouldn't have a problem with Doc at all. He he has shown that he can win in the regular season, and I don't think in the postseason getting you know losing losing three one leads he's not going to do that with LeBron James. I think it's because LeBron's point. not going to allow that to happen. That's an interesting. Yeah, point. I, I, I I agree with that. I think Doc, you know, some of the situations. All right, he ultimately has to take the fall for some of that because he's the coach, but other things, injuries, players not playing up to the you know the standard, and but there's, there's a lot of pressure. You think about pressure going into the playoffs. For a team that right now is a four seed, there's a lot of pressure on Doc Rivers, James Harden, Joel Embiid. I mean, James Harden wanted to go to Philadelphia, and if you look at his numbers, the last you know maybe five or six games, he's not shooting the ball well. Toronto, they should be able to beat Toronto, but Toronto is a well-coached team that that was terrific this season. So yes, there's pressure on a lot of teams going into the playoffs, including the Brooklyn Nets. But Philadelphia's got a ton of pressure on them. Frank, what are your thoughts on? We had a caller, Russell come on our show and say that the only person that would have the gravitas to coach the Lakers from like a Pat Riley perspective would be Coach K. I know Coach K turned down the Laker opportunity back in, I want to say the early, it was mid-2000s, I think, with Kobe. Um, what are your thoughts about that? If, if he wanted it, I'm sure the Lakers would probably be interested, but I don't know, Coach K, you would know better than me. I, I think there is a lot of truth to that, but I also think Doc Rivers would be that coach as well. I mean, when you know, the famous story about, you know, LeBron being in Miami and he went over to Doc Rivers and said, man, I'd love to have you over there. So I think, you know, LeBron has always respected Doc Rivers a lot. And I think if that's why it's important to have a guy like LeBron sign off on it. I know, like, the average fan, that's ridiculous to have the players do something like that. LeBron's in a different area. I'm not saying it's the Aaron Fox should be signing off on the coach of the Sacramento Kings. This is LeBron James they're talking about. And if LeBron is going to be all in on the hire, and if it is a guy like Doc Rivers, or to your point, Coach K, that's only going to help your team because then then LeBron is going to take a lot of accountability. He's going to fall in line with what's going on. It's going to be almost more like a partnership. That's why at this stage of his career, as he keeps getting older, I think he has to be more involved unless you just want to say goodbye to him. That, that's the choice that your organization has to make. Not, not every player is created equal. LeBron's a little bit different than just about every guy in the NBA. I, I think you 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 you're totally right, Frank, on the on the Doc Rivers situation. There's no question about it. I think when you look at though a healthy and AD and LeBron James, you got two big pieces that's there. What has the success been for Doc Rivers in his coaching career? He's always had two big pieces, and I think coming back to LA, having having Rob Palinka, him not having to manage the situation like he was with the Clippers running the front office, doing those sort of things, where he could just solely be the head coach. And then if if in fact um, Sam Cassell joins him, Jay, like you mentioned. There's a guy when Doc Rivers steps away, he slides right into the role as the head coach. I, I hear you, Frank. It's just I, I was telling Max, it's if we're talking about first off, let's see how Philadelphia does in the first round against Toronto, okay? Yep. Because not having Matisse Thibault is going to be a huge loss for them defensively from an ace perspective. But if they lose that series, you're telling me Doc Rivers, who's underachieved the past two years, losing to the Hawks and then getting James Harden and then losing to Toronto will become the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers? He would get well, rewarded for that? Well, That's you know, what we're doing, Max Frank? We're doing that, Frank? Well, Joe Torre, everyone thought he underachieved. And the Yankees hired him. Everyone was outraged. And look at the run that he went on. So th- things okay. could change uh, uh, pretty quickly. But I, I also think another issue is it's just what goes on in the Laker front office because they could have had Tyron Lue, and then they start, you know, uh, penny-pinching a little bit. And then they want – 
they're going to try to decide who he's going to hire as their assistant coaches. So they could have had this all figured out a few years ago by just hiring Tyron Lue, who might be the, still the most underrated coach in the league. So a lot of it has to do with the front office, and I still think a lot of it has to do with seating control of the team. And I think if I'm – listen, if I'm Doc Rivers and I was available, I'd want the job because it's LeBron James, but I would also want to make sure that I'm going to have some say over who I'm going to hire on my staff. I'm not uh, – you know, the, the front office gets a little too involved at times, and then when things go awry, it's like the coach, right, now you're out, we're staying. That, that, that part of it doesn't jive with me. There does seem to be – chaos with the Lakers and I think listen you could say whatever you want about winning time right on the the the, the HBO show on the Lakers but one thing I thought they captured well in the series so far is the way Jerry Buss the greatest owner in the history of American team sports Frank like by a lot it was, it was always like about to be a catastrophe, right? Right on the brink of dysfunction. He had a knack of making it work somehow, right? They wind up with Pat Riley, really, because it was such a mess. They couldn't get a name. And that really did happen. Jeannie, in certain respects, is a chip off the old block. Uh, she, being as great as her father as an owner is almost impossible, right? But do you think, Frank, we have about 30 seconds, that Jeannie yep. could get this whole thing together the way her father once did? I, I think the jury is still out because I do think you know them winning a championship a couple of years ago. People out in LA might not want to hear it, but LeBron had a lot to do with that. He came there, and it was him and Clutch Sports that convinced uh, Anthony Davis to come there. And look at what their record has really been the last ten years. Their one, you know, their one great moment was the summer league championship in a bubble, and LeBron had a lot to do with that. That was a great point, as mm. many great points made by Frank. I so great to talk to you, Frank. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We get into this. We stay with it. LeBron James and the Lakers moving forward. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.